We set up a time to meet prior to when we start. When you show up three minutes before you start. I was here. I was trying to get this thing situated. It sucks. I show up typically an hour before the show. Yeah, tell the people why their time is invaluable. You're listening to the most downloaded HVAC entertainment podcast in the world. Welcome to the one and only HVAC Overtime Show, hosted by me and two of my bestest friends in the whole world, Chris Stefanovich from California and my buddy down below, Joe Blow, Joe somebody with his nipple hanging out. What is this thing on your shirt, Joe? Please help us understand this. Does it shoot water? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's one of those over here. Is it uh, what a, is it? It's a poppy. And what's the significance of putting a poppy uh, on your shirt? Remembrance Day. Remembrance oh, Day. Yeah, it's yeah. So, so we're having Veterans Day. Day right? Or Veterans Day. Yeah. And you're having Remembrance Day? What right. are you guys remembering? Okay. World War One. Okay, so I can't. Okay, I I, I was about to just light into you, dude. I <laughs> was you about got, to was, you. And no, forget dude. my ignorance on American and Canadian history. Were you guys in World War One? Of course. Were like, you really? You guys, like, were you fighting? Yeah. Were you guys like throwing both. sticks over the border and like? <laughs> no, let's, yeah, we were there. We gotta, we gotta we gotta be careful here because you don't want to. You don't want, hey, you don't I don't remember Canada being there. All right, but I will Yo. say I don't remember Canada being there. But I, you know, you know, you we'll, know, we'll be nice about this. So, hey, what's up, Brian Sanders? Thanks for that, bro. This can't grow a beard better than Bill now. Now, I don't know about that, man. Because let me tell you something. That little intro it does kind of show all the stages of my bearded life. But as I've gotten older, man, my stuff's starting to thin out. So I don't know if I'm gonna. If I'm going to go for the length that, like I used to. I'm, yeah. I'm like wondering. I've been thinking about growing it even longer. So we'll see. My wife will probably murder me. I think you should do it. Do it. Just one for me, Chris. Just, just, just it. let it go. Just let it grow. A, a year. One year. That's it. You can do it. I could do a year. I yeah. would love to see. I got a trim. I got a trim and stuff. But yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Shape it up. You know, don't look homeless. But I would love to see that. We're going Chris Stapleton over here. Totally I would, I would totally back you up on that. I'll keep mine growing for a year too, and if your wife has a problem, she can yell at me. I guess. I want. I wonder what she'd do if I like braided it. If I could braid it and stuff, she'd probably get really angry about that. Or she would get really, really excited about that. Maybe we could take a picture, dude. 
dude, Brown, chicken, if, wow, if we wow. grow our beards out, right, we could take a picture where we tie them together. That what if be- we got stuck together like Velcro? <laughs> Like when we do, our, <laughs> we do our bro hugs and we're like, oh, yes. crap. Oh, crap. What do we oh, do now? Yeah, this just got weird. <laughs> and then I'd be like, what is that in your pocket, Chris? Yep. It's a banana, bro. Yeah. You want to have bees? <laughs> is that a frozen banana? <laughs> oh, man. Cyborg's like, oh. come on. D-Day. That's right. D-Day. Wasn't that? That's That was, I'm assuming, World War Where's Cyborg from again? It's Canadian. Hey, what's up, Pat Finley? Thanks for oh, that. Pat, man. You didn't need to be that, my good friend. Thank you, bud. Which, by the way, you know what? I'm just going to say this right off the bat because I am somewhat of a former hot side technician. Um, The company I work for no longer longer does that. But if you guys don't know, Pat Finley has a uh, pretty awesome podcast, pretty awesome YouTube channel by the same name, Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. Go give it a watch. Give it a subscribe. He's got a lot of good material out there. And like he always says, there's not enough guys getting into his particular part of the industry. So... Show him some love. So Go watch his stuff. I'm I'm just saying right now, you know, there was this one time. Actually, this happened like it's embarrassing. This happened like three times. Okay, so when I first started doing my live stream, I think it was before we were doing the show. It was definitely before we were doing the show. Adam would come into my chat all the time. And then Ted would come into my chat and they'd start super chatting, right? Mm-hmm. And super chat war. Like, and I kind of felt bad because I kid you not, like one night. I made like 800 bucks between Adam yeah, and Ted. it was freaking ridiculous, dude. And I'm like, guys, I can't even give them the money back because <laughs> YouTube takes 30% right off the top. So I'm like, damn, bro. I like, tell you, if there's anybody you want to have a super chat war in your chat, it's it's Ted and Adam. Yeah, Ted and Adam. That was pretty funny. Or um, not have that super too. Chat and then war. Adam. I, well, it was funny, though, because Adam got in trouble. Like, he got in big trouble with his wife, right? Well, I told that to Ted. I was like, yeah, Adam got in so much trouble. And Ted's like, actually, I did, too. <laughs> See, but I feel like Ted, he probably blew it off pretty quick. Yeah. And in Adam's world, that probably lasted like a good half a month of oh, just getting sure, yelled man. at. For sure. You know? <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus, so- fish. When did when did I hack into Chris's live stream? You remember that, Chris? That was one of the happiest days of my entire life. Yeah, that's when right. I, when I hacked into your live stream and started <laughs> it off that. for you. I don't know what well, that was. The, fu- the funny thing though was okay. So we again we weren't doing overtime ago. yet. We were not doing overtime yet. No, I don't think so. No, or at least you weren't doing it with me. Or, no. or I should say I wasn't doing it with you guys. I was just whatever. And I remember I just randomly emailed you. I'm like, hey. Dude, I, I bet you I could find the freaking email because I guarantee I didn't delete it. But I was trying to remember when that was, and uh, I can't find the video. I can't find the live stream anymore. Well, um, let me let me find this email right now. You probably because it was it was so far back. But if Chris can find it, that's going to be amazing because it was it was legit one of the one of the funnest times of my life. I don't remember what I said, what we did, but just uh, on the uh, I was at the cusp of my young YouTube career. <clears throat> and I remember when I started my YouTube video channel, my YouTube channel, I always emailed Chris and I would send him my videos and I would ask him to pick them apart. And uh, he would give me some feedback and I'd be like, awesome. And I would kind of, so I was starting to model my channel somewhat at, after his. I mean, it was a good idea, you know, make uh, videos for the, the technicians that you work with. And I, I still haven't found it. I'm close. I'm finding emails from way back, but there's an email dated Molly Penderson. 
and it's about oh, that yeah. Molly person. You were Molly. sending me a link to the channel. Oh, oh I remember that. Way back right Dude. now. So I have this creepy, creepy YouTube follower. Stalker. Its name was Molly. And why I say it is because it acted like a girl, but we like did a little bit of research and mm -hmm. it was this dude that like just made a channel that it was a girl and it Thank talked you. in sock puppets. Remember? Mm, yeah. Oh, dude. It was super what weird. Were. And I wonder what happened to that. Do you remember we called that, that dude person? out? We were like, bro, stop calling yourself Molly. And he's like, I'm not. Yeah, a, I'm, not I, uh, I'm not a girl. <laughs> we I, should, I, yeah, we should, yeah. Let's find him or her or they or them and yeah. bring them onto the show as a guest. Jacket. Somebody was uh, asking sweet. about drawing schematics uh in the chat schematics can be very difficult to draw especially yeah you'd be surprised because like i come up with ideas on the ways that i'm going to wire things like when i do my motor starter panels like i know how to do it in my head boom 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 but then it takes me two days to draw the dang schematic for some reason i know like, just backwards drawing it's kind of crazy I usually, do, I usually do pen and pencil but there is um a free website you could, that you could do oh, lines. Dude, I've tried so many website apps and different things, and none of them have worked for me. Circuit when diagram, drawing. I think it is dot now dot org. I use that. It's for capacitors, really? resistance, line, just simple lines, small yeah. schematics. It's interesting. Good. Interesting. See, I try to draw them, and like I'll start it off with sort of an idea of what I'm going to do with it, but then I figure out that what I started with was way too big for the paper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then I like I have to expand them. Like, well, now my paper is too small, so I start yeah. over again. I don't I don't scale it properly, so I I just gave up. But I am curious, uh, whoever that was that posted that comment, what are you drawing a schematic for? Yeah, I think uh, Will was asking too. I'm pretty sure these automation guys are more automation or guys um, in chat like chipmunk something and... something custom. I assume. That yeah, you, you got to make your own schematic auto... for him. Yeah. Like AutoCAD, fuck AutoCAD's the bomb. You could do a course stuff, but dude, who's opening up AutoCAD? I am not. No, um, I ain't got time for that, bro. I ain't got time to learn no. AutoCAD. No. Do what Nasty said. He's got you. Free yeah. advice. I'm not finding this. I I found like the first email that you ever sent me. I found. What's that. up, Minky Mutu? I got. Hey, Minky. If you look right there, I got my pink troll, and then I also got my uh, mail away oh, wow. Darkwing Duck magnifying glass. Oh, yeah, I just got yeah. that recently, and then you can't really see it right there. You can kind of see it. Uh, one of my favorite Toxic Avengers, No Zone, or Toxic Crusaders. My bad. I think it's Toxic Crusaders, No Zone. I nice. just found good looking uh, out, bro. Random email, and this just shows you Bill and I's friendship. How long? I remember we, that. I tried it's been that. a long time, but this this is Bill and I's friendship. On July twelfth of twenty twenty, I got an email, and it says, "Hey, Chris." Since you don't seem like a serial killer, here's my real address. <laughs> Just and I've got Bill's real address, right? So, and that was that was 2020. 2020, dude. So time like flies. we've been friends for a long time, and we've both had each other's real addresses for a long time. Yeah, now, isn't, that, isn't that weird how like real yeah. friends work? Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's just weird, like. Like you develop this this feeling inside your body where you're just like you trust somebody so much. Exactly. With I all told, of your heart. I've told you guys all soul. my inner inner secret thoughts. I've told them all to you. You know? I've been in the same house where Chris has been naked in. Yes. It's been it's been a thing. It it has been a thing. Like, you know, and we've probably I mean, 
you know what? Our bottoms have touched the same toilet seat. I hope they have. That's oh. the only reason I went to the symposium the first exactly. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe over here has never failed to tell us his real address. Like mm-hmm. legit, he's in Never like this weird basement right now with a faux wall behind him. I guarantee you, there's not even real windows behind Joe. No, we Those didn't touch each other's screen screen. Joe. No, no, we're not like we're not like docking our. What's docking your asses? Is that like that? Like, use, I don't know. How use do you a, dock a, an a ass? How do you yeah. dock an ass? I don't know. Yeah, Google that, Joe. Google that real quick. <laughs> ass smashing. No. <laughs> Some manufacturers are no longer swaging the liquid line on new condensers. You guys swaging the line in the condensers or in the line set. Um, if I mm. ran into that situation, you're trying to get all serious here. Honestly, I would swage the line set um, myself yeah. because the copper is going to be a little more pliable than trying to swage the uh, oh, almost hard drawn copper that someone yeah. uses yeah, for a service fitting connection. I, yeah, I assume he's talking right on the end of the condenser with the service yeah. fitting, right? You're going to start seeing this more and more as men because there's a lot of um, questioning of service technicians and of press companies as to why the manufacturers are not doing solid valves. The only solution and answer that I've come up to or come up with is just because they've probably made purchasing commitments to these companies that make the valves Mm -hmm. and the companies invest a lot of money in the tooling to make those valves and the swaging on them so they probably need to move some stock out and get a little more life out of the uh the the tooling that they have before they start (laughs) pushing these things out but i think we'll start seeing it more and more and then you'll be able to choose whether or not you want to press or not not only that, the, when the, the when the uh, service valves are swayed a certain size and it p- protects them, and guys put like that size, and maybe they have to go a little bit less. I seen on remote condensers. Oh, is that size out of the condenser? So I went with that size, you know. Anyways, yeah, yeah, that's another. Hey, thing. speaking of nuts to butts, we got one half of the Misfits HVAC podcast in here tonight. Yeah. What's up, Miss Jennifer Manzo? Manzo, how do you say we gotta, we, Manzo? We we have a female in the audience, so we need to kind of change the tone of the conversation. Keep our swears down. Yeah, we got to keep our swears down. Keep our swears down. You keep your titties to yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, it, 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 was my, <laughs> it was in my bookmarks. Yes, it's it's uh, circuitdiagram.org. Check it out. It's what is it now? Circuitdiagram.org. Oh, for so, the drawing the schematic. Eh? Yeah, lines. Circuitdiagram.org. I don't know why I said orange. you guys. This is what we're talking about when we say Joe speaks Canadian, like <laughs> kind of stuff right here. That was funny. Orge. Orge. I don't know. Why you, orge. Yeah, you guys say orge. orge. You guys have no like idea. Every Canadian's up there riding a freaking moose, and they're like, "Hey, man, check out my website at dot orge. Not orge. Not <laughs> orge. See, uh, you, you know, some of the stuff. Honestly, it just kind of it, it's lost on me because I've been listening to Joe talk for so long, like talk if you call it talking but listen to it for so long some of the stuff is just like i automatically transcribe it in my brain yeah I, sometimes you know? i have what? to like i'll joke with what? my wife i'm like this is what i'm talking about and she's like what and i'm like what the fuck is joe saying and i'll show it to her she's like <laughs> well i don't it's it's yeah yeah it's, she doesn't even know she doesn't even know all right so um i i stumbled i got went down a rabbit hole oh my gosh guys yesterday Adam, you, Bill and Adam literally got me addicted to TikTok, like hundred percent. You guys are responsible because I literally didn't have it and I refused to put it on my phone, but they kept sending me TikToks through messenger. <laughs> and when you don't have the app, you can watch the one, you know? So like I got See, addicted. And I have I a dead phone, it. no service on this. And yeah. this is my TikTok phone. It's all that it's just what it is. Just TikTok. So 
I went down a rabbit hole and I started, I landed on um, ballroom dancing. So couples ballroom dancing, but it's improv dancing. Right. And it's but like, I, I will say like something. you find the weirdest shit. Yes. Like, and, and like it, but it was a trip, right? Because it's this couple that has never danced before. Or they're not a couple. They, you know, but anyways, it's, it's two random people that have never danced before, but they are legit professionals and you cannot tell that they didn't choreograph this thing. Like it's insane. Oh, great idea. Great idea. Real quick. Don't lose sight of what you're talking about, Chris. Go for it. HVAC tactical awards. New yep. show idea, like intermission time at the Tactical Awards, and it's like HVAC Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Just a bunch of HVAC guys trying to do that Dancing with the Stars shit. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Let's do it, Ben Poole. <laughs> so anyways, I've been going down a bunch of rabbit holes on TikTok. So I went down one today, and I stumbled upon this glorious thing, right? This is a... a um a cool like uh register you can buy for your house now michael house i hope you're watching because you're yes, probably going to want to invest in this you're definitely going to want to invest in this house so here you go All right, now this isn't it, okay? So here's what they're failing to show us. First off, on the side right here, these are little circular cutouts so the power cord can come out the side mm -hmm. while the register still gets mounted to the wall. So you, so you got a power cord coming out now, running down to a receptacle, and then you plug it in, and then it's just a couple computer fans behind it. Like how ridiculous. It, Does it show anywhere? The, uh, the stuff that you have, like, does it show it actually installed in, in well, place? since you asked that, hold on just a second. Let me share this tab right here. And this is actually the first video that I walked up on. And I'm sorry to this dude right here because we're not trying to blow him up. He's just a dude that got paid to advertise some bullshit. So you're kind of yeah, getting... So all you guys it. watching, don't blow this guy's channel up. Yeah, don't blow this guy's channel up. It's not his fault. Yeah. All right. But this is funny. Now he has the cord sticking out the side. Look at that, dude. A little thing. This is called the Airbrick Smart Register Booster Fan. Now, what does that mean? Is, is this is like an external addition? So maybe you have a, a fan vent or area in your house that may not be getting all that airflow that you'd expect from that last far run. You'll add this to that, and with this fan system, will actually help push. Mm -hmm through there for you and that's actually convenient and very cool also comes with the two screws to mount this if you need and a wire tie uh power cord to that now the cool <laughs> thing about this device is is the power cord is is swappable so you can oh, swap it from wait. either side you'll literally it's even worse screws off back here it has a plug on the power cord and that's all there is yeah that's so now you're gonna have a little plug running down the wall too hide it. now this is kind of wow. cool. how long is that cord though Good amount of Not air long, at low dude. volume. Oh, oh, look at the back. <laughs> it's literally, it's just computer powerful fans. fans with that. Oh, now, yeah. they say about 17 dB of uh, sound with this. Dude, Michael House, you were thinking exactly what I was thinking. Those what? fans are just counteracting all that resistance that it's well, added to it. Like, it does nothing in the end. Yeah, you... it, well, I, I bet you anything. I would even argue that this adds pressure to the duct. 
Yeah, like, yeah, even though it has fans, I bet you anything. Yeah, because I mean they're just the pressure. two little circle fans, and then the rest of the <laughs> register is covered up with a stupid display thing, and then the, oh. the guts of it are. Yeah, it's freaking hilarious, right? But oh, you know God. what? They're gonna sell. I mean, they may not make billions, but they'll make there's, a good amount of money off of that. I'll bet. There's actually like a company that makes like a wireless one. I think that has batteries or something like that. I've seen that out there before too. But. Oh, you know what? Speaking of dumb shit, I don't know how closely you guys were following this, or uh, if anybody in the chat was following this. Um, Adam was uh, kind of getting in on uh, a Jason Walker post. The uh, <laughs> the master of the hustle himself, Jason Walker. He was um, just nonchalantly posting one of his videos about uh, his sales process, his sales training process. And um, I think the video showed something along the lines of one of the technicians in training, one of the salesmen in training, were talking to a, a pretend customer about IAQ products. And I think John Ellis, the one and only, was in there uh, commenting, and his comments were getting deleted. And, and so Adam stepped in and was uh, kind of backing up what he said. And then I think some of his comments were also being deleted. Uh, I kind of followed that for a quick little minute. So that's pretty fun. Yeah, it's kind of funny to see. I don't get as involved because I've I've don't see um, J Dub's crap and I don't see Victor's crap anymore. Like because I just it was just creating too much anxiety for me. So I just had to unfollow all that. Crap. What's up, Clive? Thanks for stopping in, bro. Hey, it's the real Ted. What's up? I can. How, up, you want to know how I can tell it's the real Ted? I know. I said those bits are gay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Although that could what? be Yamo too, because that is exactly Yamo's words. Yeah, the, Yamo gay. says that all the time. All the time. Every that Chevy, that Chevy is gay. Jello. Jello. How are you? Just buy some cool coins though. Yeah, what okay. what's up with that? I didn't uh Yeah. I didn't get to read that. Are those um like Morgan Silver dollars? Yeah, something like that. I, I forget what they're actually called, but he had two of them. And oh. like I don't know, I don't really fully understand. Um, I mean, they could obviously just be fakes or replicas, but uh, just a quick Google search looking on eBay found those same exact coins that he said that he had, and they're selling for hundreds of dollars. Like what? And yeah. some of the pristine ones were in the thousands. Of course, that you know we're talking pristine, and the ones he had were beat up and used. But um, yeah, there were silver dollars of uh, you know like one was eighteen ninety five, and the other one was seventeen something. Um, so I guess that was great. You could buy years a car. ago. I, I, I probably told you guys this, but years ago we were helping my wife's grandma clean out her house because they were moving out of it. And, you know, her grandfather had just passed away and we kept finding change all over the house. This is the condensed version. Mm. So long story short, we it became a joke when we would find change. It's like, oh, here we found more. Well, I found a suitcase of change in the attic. And so a I went suitcase. to go pull it out a wow. suitcase, right? An old school like man. So we drag it out and it's like, oh, my God, I get people to help me get it down. And we open it up. We don't know what's in it. And the whole family's all around because there's all kinds of crap we're finding in this place, right? So we open it up and it's all change. And everybody's like, oh, more change, you know? And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. No, you guys don't realize. The grandfather collected everything. This suitcase was all quarters, nickels, and dimes pre-1964. Silver, so like actual 40, silver. 40% silver. So grandma, when I asked her, she was like, oh, we're just going to take it to the coin star. And I'm like, you're not taking this to the coin star, grandma. Like, don't worry about this. I got you. So I mm -hmm. took that because my dad likes silver. I got like three or four grand from my dad for that. And it was like $900 worth of change or something like that. It was nice. something stupid, right? Nothing, right? And my dad was like, because he loves silver. So he bought it all. And it's like, here, grandma, here's four grand, you know? He's stockpiling so, it. 
yeah he's always been smart stockpiling it. i want to invest in silver i want i want more silver i don't have yeah. enough i don't have hardly any he's always been like he's not a he's not like an end of the world doomsdayer but he just likes to be prepared mm -hmm. for that stuff so which i you know to an extent i kind of am too but um not on the level that he is he just kind of always has a safe ready with everything he needs and he's like that person that's always whenever he goes out of town he's like all right i changed my will here you go he's like i got this i got this here's all the numbers wow. here's the combinations like he wow. always gives me that shit and it's like dad can you stop this crap See, like come on I, dude i just <laughs> recently sort of did that with uh not to that level though but uh, like i just updated my life insurance and like all that and i sat my wife down i'm like here's all the passwords here's all this this is where you can find this this and this you know because that's all stuff that she doesn't take care of but yeah so i need don't to see do bill next week we know why yeah mm -hmm. exactly yeah <laughs> if you go on facebook and you see my wife driving a purple rolls royce that's how's that uh that. how's that chiller going out of there with those leaks there bill seen a couple of you oh, posted yeah that. that thing is super cool so i've been working on this chiller all week which um it's nothing super crazy but it is fun to say like now i'm, I'm working on chillers which is neat because it's just it's ginormous uh, but this this chiller project had to build myself a fancy little wooden platform to sit above the uh, condenser slab down below the uh, condenser fan of course and um, on circuit number one which is a bank of i think like eight condensers on the one side so it's you know two slabs circuit one which is compressor one and three and then circuit two is two and four and um i was assigned to find all the leaks and fix them and i had sort of like a blank check to do it so i found a bunch of leaks on number one and i'm pulling fins away and verifying it and long story long the uh the, the thing was is i identified all these leaks like a week ago using bubbles my leak detector and i drew little arrows with marker uh, a paint marker where the, you know this tubing right here is leaking and so i came back this week to actually like you know get things fixed and pull the charge you know the 80 pounds of r22 pull it out of there and uh raise the lines back um i went back and i was like i pulled the charge i pressurized the system because i want to like just double check like yeah i, I have a arrow right there i just want to make sure it's you know just just to verify because it's been a week and uh this one i couldn't find the leak like i have an arrow pointing right to it but it wasn't leaking and so I, I isolated the low side because I had low pressure switches on there. So I isolated all those because I didn't want to blow them up. And I, I added uh, about 400 psi of nitrogen, maybe maybe like 375, um, into the high side, into the condenser itself. And um, actually, it was probably closer to four. But anyway, even at 400 psi, this leak just wouldn't budge. I was getting no yeah. bubbles. I was getting nothing on my leak detector, and. It's really hard for me to describe how this thing is, but it's, you know, the condenser tubing goes through these walls that separate the condenser sections itself. Yeah. And so when it goes through the walls, it's like, it forms like a sleeve around the, the, the tubing. And mm -hmm. I got to thinking, like, when I found the leak, the unit was running and the, it was vibrating. So, I, like, I moved the wall, pushed the wall a little bit and kind of kind of crimped down on the tubing just enough to separate the outside walls of the tubing from the inside walls of this metal sheath that it goes through. And it just it just let it rip. Nitrogen started pouring out. I found my leak. Oh. Yada yada yada. Um, but all that just to say that I suspect there's a lot more leaks on this system that I can't find because they're leaking in the same exact fashion. And like circuit number two, I was getting hits in certain places, but I couldn't verify anything. Bubbles, even with high pressure on it, I can't. I can't find them. 
And uh, yeah, but anyway, circuit number one, for the most part, it's fully repaired. Circuit number two has a known leak, but it's a micro leak, I guess, because I can't find it even with my leak detector set on the highest setting. I brought in an Inficon to uh, see if that would do any better, but it didn't. Yeah. You, you see, and I know you're seeing what I'm popping up on the screen right now. So there's like this whole conversation because Joe's girlfriend popped up and then Jen oh, no, said, yeah, so check this out. So first off, Chris is all behind the popping up on the screen. Yes. Honey Ooh. Bunch says, Joe, please, please post more videos climbing ladders. Yes, okay. please do, Joe. I want to see them too. Then, <laughs> Thanks, Joe Thank sends you. Honey Bunch this, whatever the hell this means. I don't know. Oh, I know what that means. That's dirty talk in Canada. Like dirty talk <laughs> into the TV screen? Like what? Use helium, Jason. That's like, see, like in Canada, they consider. Wait, like, wait, this one, Bill. Nasty says Jen should invite Honey Bunch on to Misfits. Do it, Joe. Go on Misfits. Boom. Yep. Joe needs to, but yeah, for sure. Let's do this. No, that would never happen. Joe definitely needs to go on the Misfits of HVAC. Only because it's a great program. And Ryan and Jennifer, which are the co-hosts of that show, Ryan and Jennifer, they're both very professional. They do a very good job of interviewing people. They have, uh, I would say, uh, a list of, of questions. I don't think they, uh, some of them I, I think they wing, but uh, they have they have a good amount of questions. They do a good job. I don't job. like interviews. Well, it's not necessarily an interview. It's a conversation, but it's a lead conversation because I know you, Joe, and you're not just going to spit out information. You're not one to, to talk about yourself. If you were to write an autobiography, Joe, it'd be like, what, nine words? Like, Probably. I am Joe. Flannel is cool. I wear a poppy. Yeah. Dude, My <laughs> soup is moose ball flavored. We very well might have a problem here. Oh, uh -oh. Sweet. We might have a problem, and let me go ahead and share this real quick because the last video that I have seen from Molly Penderson was a long time ago. Canada, the end. Oh, oh my God. Is that Spanish music? Aww. I don't think so. There's Molly, his biggest fan. Oh my gosh! This like this this invaded my life. Imagine this forever, guys. guys. Yeah, the person of this channel was like stalking Chris for a good minute. Yeah. Maybe they still are. I don't. We don't know for sure. Give my friend Tommy a follow. Tommy Penderson on TikTok. Three years that ago. Sounds familiar. Cause Molly Penderson. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, it's all the same person. Oh and so was the God. real person too, right? Oh, you Tommy. know what? Real quick, speaking of weirdos, let's give our number one fan Randy. And his little buddy Lucas shout out, which you never know. Randy, are you actually Molly Peterson? Yeah. Oh, is that you? That Did you switch? Thing. Did you switch from little weird dolls to little weird cows? Hmm. <laughs> is that you, bro? Let me know. Let me oh, know. So, oh, and it turns out that um, Randy, up, Randy didn't move houses. He just moved rooms. Yeah, he just moved yes. rooms. He just went yeah. down the hall. So he didn't have to yeah. tow the trailer down the street. So Yeah, you know, it's weird. Uh, I may have felt I, I felt like a smidge bad about that, but telling yeah, him just exactly. to, to hook his truck up and he was like, "Dude, bro, your house is on wheels, man. Just move it." So I, I we're bros, Randy. You know that if you're watching. But uh, I was in the comments of some post that he had, and I was like, "Randy, did you move because of ghosts?" And he's like, "No, no. I, I was supposed to move into that room after my pa died, 
but it something about his uncle moved in there and he didn't get to move in there right away. I'm like, oh, so it was because like the of ghosts. Asshole. Yeah. yeah. I was like, was I was like well, that'll teach me from asking more questions than I <laughs> yeah. should have. With your Bill's sense of humor. You know, that was so, a plot damn, twist. Randy. Oh, yeah. So we got really good news. Um, a miracle happened, and we don't need to say how the miracle happened, but it's all good. You but, a baby? Uh, no, we have an announcement about the symposium, right? Don't we? Are we going to talk about this? Oh, do we? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Adam didn't confirm anything with me, but oh, no, 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 no. Bill's going, yeah. so yeah. Bill's going for sure. I'm possibly okay. going. See, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. we'll get into the details of exactly what's going on with that later, but no, we're yeah. not going to talk details. But yeah, I Bill's probably will be going. There we go. Okay. Who in the Probably. chat's going to the symposium, by the way? Any of you guys in the chat going to the symposium, the HVACR, HVACR symposium down in Florida? I know Jennifer is, and I know... JMO. We'll call her JMO. I don't know if he'll be able to make the symposium, Jesus but I'm pretty Fish, sure... Are you going? I'm pretty sure we're going to see him, Will oh, Speed, my... at some Housh. point. I don't oh, know if yeah, he'll make the symposium, is going. but Housh, yeah. Dustin was oh, a Will Speed's got to be an AHR. Well, you suck, Will Speed. Yeah. I was actually incorrect, Will. I was wrong. AHR is not the same week, and as the symposium, it is a week apart. Oh, Pat Finley, he's not going. Damn it, Pat. Adam, Adam who? Adam's being phased out. Adam, my bad. Who's Adam? Hmm. Hmm. Who is that? Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point, Will. It It is the following week, so. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. Well, originally, I thought it was the same week, but it turns out it's not, so. It turns out that uh, it's like the week after. Oh, so. dude, it'd be awesome if Mickey Mutu or the Chipmunk showed up. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. Even oh. like Clive. Okay, so the very first symposium that I went to, uh, there was a couple people waiting for me after the symposium, and they wanted to say hi and shake their hands, and we were talking for a few minutes. And this gentleman walks up to me, and he's like, hey, how you doing? You're Chris. You live in California? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, cool. He's like, there's this really cool restaurant, and he hands me like a little pamphlet for this restaurant. He's like, go check out this restaurant in Vista, California. You'll really like it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't think anything of it. Threw it in my bag. Went back to the hotel room oh, that yeah, night, yeah, and this. I'm going through my bag looking at all the stuff, and I pull out this thing, and I go, oh, my gosh. And my kids and my wife, it's in the hotel room, and they're like, what? Because they were there. And I go, you will not believe what I, I just got invited to a cult. And she's like, what are you talking about? So then I read her this pamphlet. Long story short. It's something called the uh, Yellow Deli Restaurant. And the Yellow Deli Restaurant, if you just Google the Yellow Deli cult, okay, it'll all come out. But this cult, they have built restaurants all over the place. And if you want to solidify the fact they are a legitimate cult, right, and they're into like the crazy shit, is they have one of these restaurants on the Appalachian Trail out in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's a rest and relaxation station to find people when they're lost in hiking. Like, and I don't mean lost, like lost in the woods, like people that go hiking to clear their mind and shit. And then you stumble upon this place. But yeah, I got invited mm-hmm. to this place, dude. It was the coolest moment of my YouTube career. And I still wow. haven't been able to go. I really want to go too to go try the restaurant. But the yellow deli weirdos will send. Jennifer says she's never Googling anything I tell her to again. Oh, I I don't remember what I told you to Google, but I'm sure it was something. I know I got someone one time when they Googled docking. I know that. I totally got someone one time. There Um, you go. Check that. There's a quick, I just Googled that article about the Yellow Deli cult. I didn't read it, but I skimmed through it real quick. It seems to be uh, legit. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. 
pretty interesting. Well, how long have you been a member of that then, Chris? I, I haven't. Every time I want to go, my wife, like she has a GPS tracker on me and she won't let me go. Dude, you should I even, like I've I've even hyped this place up so much that my daughter wants to go too. And my brother told me he wanted to go. Oh, and it's just a restaurant. And I'm like, I'm not gonna join the cult. I just want to go. No, try. no, because you eat the restaurant, then you fall asleep, and then you wake up in some sort of weird <laughs> ceremony with no clothes on. It yeah. sounds like eyes wide shut or something mm -hmm. like that. <laughs> it's funny, oh. John. <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer. <laughs> What was that? Oh, about? the dude girl. Yeah, I remember that now. The dude girl. Oh, which one's that? Um, oh, no, uh, Bailey, 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 Bailey J. Bailey J. Yeah. Yeah, Google nope, anybody out there, just Google Bailey J and turn your maturity settings off. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I I'm gonna Google that right now. Oh, Bailey J. You've never Googled it? Yeah, Bailey J. I don't J. think so. Is it J A E? J A Y, I think. Because I think somebody else Googled it, and then I'm like, I'm not going to Google that. Yeah, dude, you need to Google it. <laughs> Bailey J. All right, American porn star. Well, that's gross. <laughs> Let's see. All right, a bunch of pictures with clothes on. I mean, I don't know. Not terrible. Don't bother. It's a waste of time. <laughs> I mean, I don't see nothing. Oh, safe search blurring is on. All right, well, let's <laughs> let's turn this off. How do I turn this off? All right, let's turn that off. Oh, crap. You're making me cry over here, dude. All right, safe search is off. Dun, dun, dun. Huh. Oh, shit. What, is that a wiener? <laughs> oh, no. I, I mean, you wouldn't really expect one of those there. Right. <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, that dude's got a real effeminine face, though. I tell you what. Oh man, yeah, I'm glad I didn't bother. I think those top things are real. Good gracious! Goddamn, Bill, dude, you gotta stop. You're killing me. <laughs> oh man, this one she's wearing like a a red. Or he? Do you say he or she? Like she's wearing this red. Uh, this red handkerchief in her hair or his hair. Oh. Bill's Bill just unlocked a new thing. Oh man. <laughs> I man, broke Bill. I, that's a good point. I didn't need a, to unlock a new fetish. He did not. You know, because oh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go to my wife and be like, hey, do you mind wearing this? <laughs> you ever hear of something called pegging? Oh, She's new, oh, huh? God. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. 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 Oh damn! I think we won the internet tonight. No <laughs> oh, crap! I am Kitty. legit crying. Yeah, oh. you guys. Yeah, damn. you guys can go go look for yourself, Bailey J. Oh. <laughs> now, I will say, under, if you if you're under forty five, please don't. If you oh, have God. your safe search on, and you're a dude, like <laughs> you might safe. get you might get some weird feelings at first. <laughs> And then once you find out like what's going on <laughs> down below, you're like, then you're really confused inside, like I am right now. You're confused, eh? <laughs> yeah, because at first glance, you're like, hmm. I mean, Bill just, Bill just wouldn't want to be rude. He'd be like, I mean, not in love with this, but okay. Yeah, you know, it's like, eh, oh man, I, I don't, I don't love it, but would you take you know? that person to dinner, uh, Bill? No. Oh god damn, I can't, dude. You you freaking she looks like a whore. Or he looks like a whore. 
<laughs> oh, fam. damn, dude. You killed me with that, man. Oh, it's, it's kind of like those chicks from Mbop when you okay. find out that they're guys. <laughs> oh, uh, the Hanson brothers? Yeah, the Hanson <laughs> girls. And then you find out that those are actually dudes. After, you, after you spent like your entire youth like with posters oh, of them on your wall, God. and you're like, I don't know what it is Were about them, but they, they drive me a certain kind of way. Oh god! They take <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god! All right, I was like, bring mm, this shit in. <laughs> I wouldn't mind bopping oh, you all night long. All right. <laughs> and they're like, oh, wait a minute. They're dudes. Oh, oh my man. God. And they're that still would... dudes. Oh, shit. That would be hilarious. Super right, gay, broke, man. man. I, I don't even know how to recover from this fucking change of subject. <laughs> See, Chris and his Bailey J nonsense. Yeah, it all comes around, dude. right? Chris's uh, crush was Bailey Jane, and yours is the Hanson Brothers. Mommy, I got a crush. Oh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, dude, hundred percent. You can't tell me that you guys, you guys didn't think the same thing I when you were young. <laughs> when you, hundred percent, you guys, and you guys in the chat, don't you lie? No, Will no. Speed, I know you probably thought the same thing I'm thinking or was thinking anyway. Does anybody Not know how to shut Bill the fuck up? Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> like when you're like when you're 14 and that Mbop song came on, you're like, wow, these chicks can sing and they play guitar and everything. They have a high pitch for, yeah. They did. Imagine, imagine this is the first show someone just clicks on. They're like, all right, this is always here. I'll finally click the button, and they click just at this part. Like when I say I to search Bailey J. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. We just lost a couple subscribers. Some poor Christian guys, like just. Can you imagine? Click, click. Can you imagine if Jason Jason Walker finally clicked on it and he's like, you know what? I remember I almost went on that show. I think I'll give it a watch tonight. Then he's like, oh my lord Jesus. Uh, Jesus, Jesus Fish has a really good, valid question. How did I discover Bailey J? That is a really good question. It it is really good. Okay, I used to lift. That's a good question. I used to listen to Opie and Anthony on satellite radio. Opie and Anthony have a guy, uh, Jim Norton, that used to be on the show too. And Jim Norton is a freaking freak when it comes to crap. He's a comedian. So Mm. he would always come on the show and talk about the weirdest crap. And prostitutes is one of his things. And then he started talking about this Bailey J thing. And the guys were just totally making fun of him. And it became this whole thing and i just can't get it out of my head i love listening to opie and anthony hey, jason johnson you need to google baby google it, bro. yep that's all google it and click just images yep and turn your surf sage or safe search off mm-hmm. <laughs> they are um they don't do it anymore right chris opie and anthony no they split up it came right. out that they worked together for 20 years and they hated each other the entire time yes. it was all an act Can and you uh, imagine that i yeah. mean they were they had to be freaking miserable dude they genuinely hated each other so yeah, imagine it's, it's us funny. in twenty years. Like, we'll write our autobiographies and be like, "Yeah, we hated each other." We still won't know where Joe lives. No, we can't even mail him a copy of the book. <laughs> it's funny you talk about Opie because I know about him now. Like in, in the past, let's say I don't know half a year, a year. Um, there's this community I always go to. It's just I, I know I'm like I don't just see the drama, and it's all the comedians and and. Um, people from Howard Stern or whatever. It's like their community. So like uh, from um, Kevin Brennan, from um, uh, Mike Buschetti, all these comedians, it's like their community now, right? Stand-up comedians. And it's just pretty well, cool. And he, he got brought up too a couple times and it's pretty funny. 
Joe, you live close enough to the Michigan border, I think, by close enough, I mean a couple hours. Yeah. Um, you've probably heard of Dave and Chuck the Freak? Mm, not really, no. No? Check it out. It's a podcast, and it's kind of like, it's it's not like the same as like Howard Stern, but it's it's along the same lines as like Opie and Anthony, Howard Stern. Like it's a, it's a real good program. It's just these two guys, Dave and Chuck the Freak, and then they got a couple other people on their show that kind of chime in with them, and they just go over current events, the news, and they literally just talk and they make fun of it the entire time, like potty humor, boner jokes. Like the funniest thing I heard today, like one of the funniest things ever. And I'll try to lay down a little bit of context to let you guys laugh with me. Um, so Dave and Chuck the Freak, right? That's the two main hosts. And Dave is like this super white Irish guy, like overly conservative sort of white Irish guy. And then Chuck is like this, this he's the he's the comedic, uh, the comedian of the two. He's a slob. He's super hilarious. Um always off color and um dave is the guy who like brings in the news he'll read the news and then everybody else just kind of riffs on whatever it is he's talking about and so dave was talking about uh a study that that scientists apparently did about am radio waves uh can help erectile dysfunction and uh so chuck and you know he took off his headphones and he put them on his crotch and dave's like what are you what are you doing and he's like didn't you say it helps erectile dysfunction? And, and Dave's like, yeah. He's like, well, talk me hard, Dave. Talk me hard. And uh, it was literally the funniest thing I heard in a long, long time. That's, That's awesome. I'm rabbit hole right now. I got to check it out. <laughs> check um, it out. Somebody's... Dave and Chuck the Freak. I will. I got it down on my tab. You somebody told me suggested... about that the other day, and I still haven't downloaded it yet. Uh, I know. I was going to comment in the chat about that because I was talking about those. Wow, geez, Jonathan, Someone put Jim Norton just got married and guess to what gender. Yeah, that's the I rabbit hole I went down. So. Oh wait, what now? Yeah, yeah we're not going to go. Let's 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 slow with the rabbit hole on that one. It's going dark. <laughs> oh, he must have got married, married to a probably yeah. a tranny, I assume. Yeah, let's let's steer the ship a different direction. Yeah, yeah let's absolutely. swerve away from the tranny talk. <laughs> yep. 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 We don't need to. All get right. It. What what do I got on my list of? Let's see. Uh, let's see, Mbop, Bailey J. No, no so, tranny talk. Um, I got. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it all the way back. We're gonna bring it back to some HVAC talk for a minute. Good, <laughs> I got none of that written down. So, <laughs> so um, I was doing a uh, well. First off, <clears throat> I had a problem with my home system already, and yeah. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I got a little bit of this in the chat. So I'm not gonna give the exact stuff that's going on because we'll save it for the video. But <clears throat> I already had a simple problem with my system. It wasn't anything that was causing it not to work. It was a convenience feature that it had that wasn't working. I was able to get it working. And once I did, I had these high hopes that it was going to help me and it didn't. It's disappointing, this feature. So, <clears throat> and it'll come out in some future videos. As far as my system goes, it functions great. It works great. The energy savings is going to be great, but I am pretty disappointed in some of the features that it says that you would think it has and it doesn't have. So, there's we got no Adam tonight, so we can't do that house. Yep, not that. Yeah, not we'll tonight for that for both of us. But the other thing is, I had a uh, video this last uh, week that I released on a glycol unit, and something I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Have you ever worked on the little glycol units with the motors, Joe? The little pump motors. Well, yeah, that's a lot of glycol. Or yeah, what about you, sure. Bill? Do you guys deal with those? Like I've worked the on the. The only one, the only glycol units I've ever actually worked on were those. Uh, what were they? Um... They have the carbonator pumps on them. And then they just, I don't, I don't know, know if yours, never the ones you're working on. It was the, the Kyrak, those Kyraks that, yeah, uh, yeah. 
So those Jimmy ones have John's different. Has. Those ones have like a different type of pump. These ones have like a carbonator pump. It's the same ones that they use for soda and different things like that. They can pump. Put the carburetor pump on the. And it's just Carb- pumping glycol though, right? It's carbonator, like carbonated water. Carbonator. So carbonator pump. Am I saying it right? For the, what are they using the glycol form on this? Uh, it's to cool the beer systems. It's just a it's secondary strong. heat transfer fluid to gotcha. keep blinds cold. But anyways, it has a resilient mount motor. Okay, do you guys understand what resilient nope. mount means? It nope. it mounts instead of a rigid frame that's welded to the motor, it's a rubber bracket system. Oh that yeah, has a resilient yeah. mount. It's got the two clips it. right on top of it. Yeah, yeah. So it has the two clips that go around. They clamp onto the motor base. Well, it was an OEM motor, and something that I think <clears throat> I didn't give enough attention to is when you're installing this motor, <clears throat> how important it is to ground out the motor because it's on a resilient mount. See, oftentimes we become complacent thinking that, you know, it's got a ground wire, so we're good, but this one has, or it's it's a metal base, so it's grounded, you know, but this one, because it's mounted on rubber mounts, you actually have to have ground wire running from the motor to the ground, you know, to the body or whatever. And um, this one, the the ground wire was pinched and severed. So like from the factory. So had I not paid attention to it, you could really mess someone up when you're dealing with <clears throat> glycol lines. You know, you got to think about that kind of stuff for sure. Yeah, is, they suck. Bad design. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Carbonator pumps are they burn out like crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because customers Fine. don't clean their glycol. They don't treat it. And they don't clean it. <clears throat> glycol has a shelf life of only a couple of years, if I understand it correctly. Um, and in the conditions that they operated in, it starts to grow bacteria inside of it. And then that starts to build up in the lines and cause the pumps to run. How do you clean it? You're supposed to run it through a filter? You run like a, a nasty ass chemicals through the system. Scrape <clears throat> oh. the it... walls of it, throw the glycol out. But by doing that, are you trying to clean the lines the glycol is going through or? cleaning yeah. the glycol itself well and then you change the glycol usually because oh, glycol okay. usually you're only talking like less than 10 gallons on these units so yeah um <clears throat> it's not like you're pumping they don't out, have you know. additives inside well sometimes they'll add additives they're supposed to but it's these customers that aren't maintaining their equipment you know but the yeah. additives only increase the shelf life by so much so now what was yeah. that <clears throat> what was that system on i think actually you just did a video on that right or maybe that's the yeah. the one you're talking about yeah. okay yeah. i thought i saw <laughs> Uh, now pop up with one of those big blue uh, glycol yep. systems. Yeah, it was a banner <clears throat> system. Um, yeah, definitely. Glycol should be replaced every three years. Jason three Johnson to five says. years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah, the testing with the refractometer. Because the other thing that happens too yeah. is if people don't mix the glycol right, we're pumping Absolutely. it in systems that are chilling it. We're dropping the temperature of the glycol typically down to like twenty six okay. degrees, and then we're pumping it around the beer lines. So is it uh, just straight glycol, or are they? Um... It's propylene glycol. It's a water mixture. Oh, so, so they already mixed it. Yeah, it's already mixed, but you can change the concentration. Usually, yeah. it comes like in a. You can either buy it full mix, or you can buy it pre mixed, or whatever. But oftentimes they'll have leaks, they'll have repairs, and people will just dump water into it, and then the water content will get too high. So that's what you would use a refractometer for to set the water content and the glycol. Because sure, yeah. if you pour pure glycol in there, most of the times it's too thick for the pumps. It needs to pump will burn on one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because it just can't, you know, it's it's got high static pressure essentially. So yeah, ethylene. <laughs> huh. I never heard of ethylene. Yeah. It's a nasty ethylene one. Is what's in antifreeze. Yeah. Ethylene's deadly. Is because it? um propylene is food safe, right? Meaning it's safe to be in a food environment. You still got to be careful with it, but 
ethylene that's the one if your dogs you never want to walk your dogs and let them lick things off the ground because if they yeah. they lick the ethylene glycol they can die that's a bad one what is ethylene <laughs> glycol used for then I wonder. well uh antifreeze oh yeah. okay yeah. Cooling cars, a lot of antifreeze and then anywhere that's not a food safe environment requirement i call that stray cat <laughs> repellent you know that they use propylene glycol and as like an additive in a lot of foods and drinks that's oh scary like when you look at ingredients of something yeah maybe oh, not to dude. you guys in canada joe <clears throat> yeah because you guys have like food rules and things yeah you guys actually care about people's health yeah you know? but, but cali's don't. pretty stringent isn't aren't they yeah but we don't have universal health here or anything like that so there's oh, not okay. that big push to save money in that aspect so the you know the government has no real um, you know if, way to profit from that unless people are paying them to keep the crappy food on that's 100 percent correct like it, if the united states did give away like free health care they would go bankrupt almost immediately yeah, because they, if the united states did with health problems. free health care they would have to completely change the way the entire mm -hmm. country ran no no you know they would not allow additives or anything in the food they'd actually have to use real sugar no freaking any of that bull crap red 40 yellow 50 stuff oh, yeah. none of that would be like I was doing just like I fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole the one day and I was looking at the ingredients in my my coffee creamer and I just started Googling it, reading up on them. And it was like none of the chemicals in there were um, like not like a moderate risk was the lowest one. But they were all like linked to this, linked to cancer, linked to this other thing that was super bad for you. And I'm like, oh, just I've been drinking this every day for years. Yeah. I give that up now. Yep. So, yeah. It's funny. I'm, I'm glad they did that, though, because you guys are saying it's food safe. Now, I spill sometimes a lot of it. The other day, there was, um, it was, you were using it as a chill system in a building, and mm -hmm. uh, it was hooked up to obviously a tower, but down there didn't have too many valves, and they were leaking by. I opened it, and I just gushed all kinds of like, oh, it's a good thing mm -hmm. it's sewer safe. Now, I could go down the sewer and yeah. it's safe for the environment. But I mean, it's not, it's not great, but it's, I you know, know it's food safe, right? You know, it's really awesome. Um, so my condensing, I have a condensing furnace, 90% or carrier. I don't know the model number, uh, but it condenses into a pump, like a little condensate pump that sits next to it, right? And that condensate right. pump pumps it over into right. my sump pit. And then eventually the sump pit pumps it outside and it pumps it to, I think it's called the bubbler pot. Like it's, there's, there's no drains like where I live. I don't, I'm not hooked up any sort of city drain work or anything like that. So there's no drains other than like I have a septic system and I, we're not going to pump it into that. Mm. Um, so it pumps it in this bubbler pot and then it just kind of flows down the yard. So I have this bare spot in my lawn of where all my condensate, my acidic condensate water is pumped to. Mm. It looks real stupid and uh, I'm not real sure what to do about it. Mm. Wow. It's kind of say it's, it's got to go somewhere, you know? Yeah. But, but, I mean, where do I reroute it to? I don't know. Not sure how to handle that situation. That is weird how they do that. <clears throat> up to time, there's no, uh, there's no sewage system. Pretty crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Fuck your Why can't I just go on your septic tank? Who cares? I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of thought about that. I'm like, it seems like it's either one, it's going to, like, fill it up with nasty... Um, probably gases that could explode i would imagine maybe some sort of concoction that's just mm -hmm. going to burst one day possibly um or like on the positive side maybe all of that carbonic acid or what is it hydro <clears throat> acid that's in the, yeah. the condensate water uh, maybe that just like keeps my septic tank uh, nice and clean and 
you know, at a low level because it just or, destroys everything. Or you could do like Al Anonymous say, it's not cold here, but they prefer you do it. You could add neutralizer to the condensate. Mm. Depending yeah. on the yeah, yeah, not well, a limestone chips. Yeah. Interesting. And depending, uh, it, it's it's not mandatory, I believe. Someone could quote me. I'm pretty sure it's not cold. But depending on what kind of drains the houses have, you should be doing it. Some have wonder, the clay, some have the metal, some have the plastic. But I wonder how often I'd have to change those limestone chips. And also, I wonder where I would put it because the condensate goes into my condensate pump and then into the sump pit. I feel like I could just throw some into the sump pit and <laughs> let it neutralize there. There's a lot of people that have solutions here, different natural things. Yeah. So, Soda, soda ash, ash neutralize it. I don't even know what the hell that is. So hmm. yeah, me either. Yeah, and neutralizers are good. Why not? So I've got two metal rust. I've got two. Uh, I'm hopefully going to air balance my system tomorrow. Oh, so, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna air balance oh, it. Right. it. Honestly, I mean, whatever. I'll just say it here. Um, it's gonna be funny to make the video when I don't know if the people because there was a lot of criticism about the fact that I use flex duct on my system. So there was a bunch of criticism. And guys, when I say there was criticism, it's not offending me. I just found it funny. Okay. I, yeah. mean, I don't mind people criticizing me. Like a bunch but of people that a, don't know how flex duck could work. Yeah. Like there it. was a lot of people criticizing me because I use flex duck and they were, you know, you're not going to meet airflow. Your static pressure is going to be through the roof, all this different stuff. <laughs> Technically, I don't need to balance my system at all. And I've not done anything with any dampers. Technically, I'm within the margin of error for air balancing on my entire system every register just by sizing everything right so and stretching out the duct and all that stuff so it'll be funny when i get to make that if any of those people actually watch it so that'll be well awesome. i mean we all know flex duct can be used if it's used properly yeah if it's used properly that's no. the thing, you know so yeah i'm still going to air balance my system though just to tweak just because i'm a nutcase i'm going to do everything they say not to do and they say not to pay attention to the CFMs, and they say to pay attention to the percentage of design, basically. Mm -hmm. yeah. Instead, and but the the CFMs are driving me nuts, so I'm definitely going to be tweaking. But you still have all the original information, like when you tested it before, right? So you can do a side by side comparison. Yeah, I have. Uh, uh, yeah, um, pressurization numbers in the rooms. I'm still over pressurizing the rooms for sure because we don't have a return path yet, but we're working on that. But um, the overpressurizing reduced in half, basically, by the size of the system, which kind of makes sense, too, because we're moving mm -hmm. a lot less airflow. So, um, Do you know your total static pressure? Uh, Alan Onops is asking. No, I have not drilled any holes to actually measure oh. my total external static. But what I will say, um, the Infinity controller tells you static pressure. Okay? Yep. It says it's 0.26. But I know oh. that number is not accurate. Okay. But why? Well, I don't think that number is accurate, but maybe it is. I don't know, but I don't think that number is accurate because the airflow is over 200 CFMs off. So it oh, says sorry. that I'm running 850 CFMs of air through my system through the infinity mm. control, and I measured over a thousand. Oh, so with a powered flow hood. So how are they reading that? Like the power of the motor, like the electricity, what's being yeah, used? Yeah, if, if you think about it, they only have an ECM motor and a fancy circuit board. That's all that's in that unit. Okay. Mm. Right. So, or and temperature sensors, I think, but um, that's all that it is. So my assumption is that they're backwards calculating it based off of the current draw and the numbers coming out of the Makes motor sense. as they're running it, because that's they have all that data. So they might as well be able to backwards calculate it. So Adam told me 
And this does make sense that he heard from a brother's friend, from a cousin's sister or something like that, mm-hmm. that um, the further you get away from a half inch of static on that unit, the more inaccurate the, the measurement sense. of CFM reads because it's designed at a half inch of static or whatever the, the you know, design number is. So, right. And that they're saying that the further you get away from that. So the fact that we sized our stuff that I'm running such a low static, but again, I don't know if that 0.26 is accurate because I haven't measured it with my yeah. um, DG eight yet, but I got, I'll be getting on that hopefully tomorrow. So that'll be cool. You making a video about that? Yeah. Whether, you know, I got to figure out how to edit this and stuff, but yeah, it'll be uh, number seven, I think. So nice. Yep. Yeah. You should take all these when you're done and like, I don't know. Put them in, in a, uh, a series on your channel or group them um, together in some sort. I ran into, I was at a local trade show this last week and uh, I ran into a guy from Linux and he walks up. He's like, I watch your videos. And I'm like, yeah, cool, man. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm the guy for this area for their, like their sales, sales rep, tech support guy, whatever. And he goes, I was really hoping you'd pick Linux. And I go, oh, that's <laughs> funny. He's like, I was thinking about messaging you. And I said, well, I wasn't going to take anything for free anyways because I wanted to pay for this for the video and stuff. But I told him, I said, and I, and I think I said this last time, this isn't a secret. I'll be getting rid of this equipment in a couple of years. So um, I'm going to yeah. try another brand. Try I've already one. got the ductwork. I'll just have fun with it and try the different brands. Yeah. So we'll get to showcase other stuff too. Try a Linux. Yep. Didn't you have a bone to pick with a Linux? Uh, what video was that? I don't remember. I thought in one of your videos there was... Um, Something uh, you were maybe I was talking about the fact that they on their budget model package units on the roof they don't put low pressure controls on them. Maybe that was it. They only oh. have a freeze stat and a high pressure control, and customers Still. lost uh, uh, their they customer again. This is a compounding problem, but this was a video I did a couple months ago where they had a sandstorm come through this location and it plugged up all the AC filters and the customer wasn't doing maintenance. So it ran that way for like a month and a half. And then I had a failed compressor, changed the compressor and took the compressor back to autopsy and there was absolutely no oil in the compressor. And I put in a new compressor. So now it has double the oil in the system. So, and it's all because, you know, the customer wasn't doing maintenance and there was no low pressure controls. Dude. So yeah, that was an interesting one. And then, yeah, that's, that's, those have been fun. You know, it's funny. I made the title of one of those videos. I'm starting to like the sand or something like that. And I really am, even though it's frustrating, it's starting to, it's making for these really cool repairs. I wonder it's if I watched watch that video. Uh, actually, no. yeah, I, I heard because my contacts at Heatcraft when I was in Georgia, Heatcraft is owned by Linux. And so um, my guy at Heatcraft was like, I watched that video. He's like, that was really good. And he's like, I forwarded that to my counterpart at Linux. <laughs> and then I've heard from, the other Linux guy that I ran into too, he's like, yeah, these people are all watching these videos. So I think it's awesome. Like they're seeing this. And um, <clears throat> I don't think I told nice you guys this. Did I tell you the story of uh, when I went to Heatcraft and how the guy, okay, so I went to Heatcraft and I was being introduced to someone and this guy comes up and he started telling me a story about a YouTube video they found on YouTube where someone was criticizing Heatcraft. And he started re- rephrase or saying the phrases from the video. And I realized it was my video. They didn't put two and two together that they had found a video like, and this will come out because we're making a whole video about it, but, um, with Heatcraft, cause they want to own up to this. But anyways, they found my video years before they wanted to work with me That's awesome. and they turned this video in, into a training video that everybody in the company awesome. sees over and over and over again because of how pissed off I was in the video because of something that they did anyways. What's, so what's the, uh, what's the video about? 
um, I was installing some walk-in cooler equipment. And when I went to go uh, prep the evaporators on the back dock, I cut the end bell off of the preformed suction line coming out the back. And when I cut it open, a bunch of carbon flakes fell out in my hand. Ew. And I was like, and I, I said in the video, I remember it now because I had to weld in the TXV and stuff. And I said in the video, hey, Heatcraft, who's going to pay my customer if I have to change these valves because they're plugged up with carbon or whatever? Like I had said that in the video. And uh, I wasn't trying to be a jerk, but I was being honest. And again, this was well yeah. before I was working with them. So anyways, they changed their policies apparently because they saw that. Like the, the general manager of the company, I talked to him about it too. He was like, he's all, I made them show everybody at the company that. He's wow. like, thank you for making that. And like I told him, I said, I wasn't trying to be a jerk. He's like, no, he goes, we needed to hear it because they changed policies because of it. That's cool. So um, Jason's asking for the link of that video. And somebody else was talking about your um, settings in your uh, T-Stat. Duck verification yep. test may be different from real-time stat. Go into advanced settings and check static in different stages. I'll definitely have to do that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, very good point, Doc. Um, and, and again, I haven't commissioned the system yet. So that's that's I'm sharing details because I haven't even verified. I have not done a air balance yet. So I'm not going to do a true... Um, uh, static pressure tests and everything until I get the registers balanced to where I want them. Once I get that done, then I'll actually measure everything and dive deeper into it. And even Al Anonymous was saying it doesn't know the current draw ac accurately. It does know the precise RPM though. Wouldn't that be even worse? How wait? How could it not know the current draw if it's an ECM motor and they're measuring all that stuff? Because Are I they? can see the current. Yeah, I can see the current draw on my app. Oh, for the for the <laughs> equipment. I, I'm pretty sure I can see the individual motors too. I'll have to look and see. Mm, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I can see that. So they can measure that. Oh, it's pretty they cool they do that. They yeah. probably use both. Who knows? So who knows? I don't know. But again, I'm not an expert. This is just my assumptions yeah. on that. So mm -hmm. Al Anonymous, you may be right. I don't know. So um, what stat That's am cool. I rocking? Oh, nasty. I use the, I, I put a Honeywell, I mean a, a carrier infinity system in. So I'm using the infinity wall control. You have to use that. So I don't have a choice on the thermostat. Um cool that's pretty cool yeah. all right well let's wrap this one up yeah definitely been a good show um, yeah bro yeah. i'm starving I'm, now I'm, adam wasn't here yeah dude we're having uh berea tacos i think tonight so. oh, dude that's so yeah. much better than what i'm gonna go eat frozen I made salsa. oh my gosh guys you guys uh another thing you seen that video i sent you yesterday at jill because i she took a bite of a jalapeno Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude. Okay, so I must be numb to freaking jalapenos, right? Because I love jalapenos. So I roasted a couple jalapenos and I was making salsa, and I took a bite of it and I was like, "This is so good!" And it wasn't even spicy. I'm like, "This jalapeno is not even spicy." And Jill's like, "Let me try." So she takes a bite. She loses her shit for the rest of the night. She's pissed at me. She took a freaking bite, and then I took a bite after her, and I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm eating it. And I'm like, "It's not hot," but apparently, I don't know. Is she so. still alive? Yeah, she but she was pissed because she couldn't taste her dinner. She said she was mad. <laughs> really? It was that bad? Yeah, yeah. Messed her up, I guess. So. Jeez. Yep. Hey, you know what I think we should do? I like what George Robles said. He said later a-holes. I think our viewers should be called assholes. <laughs> yeah. That legit should be what we call our viewers, assholes. I'm sure they would appreciate it. They they actually would. Our viewers understand the assignment for sure. They By the way, guys, that latest light I got amazing i wear all the time all the time it's so amazing and so yeah, where do you wear that how light? do you drop these bombs what what the hell do you do with that bro right there boom it's on and what does where that do it's on it sucks do? if it's on oh i have it on backwards sorry 
Look at that. Look at that. What are you getting? Mm. Like Rudolph over here? I don't understand what you're going to yeah. do. I feel like that's got to be hard to point, though. Like you're, you're constantly like, adjusting your. If you're tight in space, like servicing something or whatever, you're good in the compartment, but it, it still adds light. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's I'm, very I'm light. more partial to a headlamp. Dude. Yeah, I, I was like going to say, like, does it clip to your hat? Oh, uh, you could. Yeah, you could do that. But the but thing is, um, it's just going to point straight down, though, then, right? But if you have your hat backwards, you could, that's what I've done. I put it on my back. This, my oh, this yeah. Way. Yeah. But I have the headlamp that's the 90, both of them, from, but you got to wear that headband. It's annoying to put it on all the time. Yeah. This is I mean, I guess on. I can maybe see it, but. I, I I'm I'm kind of a uh... you can even go like this look boom right there bam oh there goes my pocket. yeah oh, Jason Green Jason Green says like Opie and Anthony Pess that's exactly my friend that's exactly that's October. what Opie and Anthony called their viewers who what was Anthony who Anthony Cumia yeah he still he still dude. did it well he did it yeah, still he still, he still he has a podcast that he does and then he I'm has so like a little you do this I I see that shit bro I I I, yeah. I watched that. Yeah, uh, Anthony. Stuff. Anthony is a crazy right wing person, so he's like always with Greg Gutfield and yes. doing the right wing thing, and he has all his guys. And poor Jimmy got caught in the middle when the breakup happened because Jimmy yeah. was friends, or Jim Norton was friends with both the guys, and then he kind of went Anthony's route because Opie just started being a dick. And yeah. Opie sad, now, Opie just sits in his McMansion up in New York or whatever Long Island, wherever he's at. And the thing uh, is, though, uh, Chris, I heard kid. he's now he's trying to. He did get great money from that show, a lot of money. Oh yeah, but I yeah. heard he's trying to get his some money back now because he's not doing anything now. He tries to go live. He doesn't get much people yeah. in there. Yeah, Opie. I mean, honestly, Opie kind of dug himself a hole with that because he Anthony was okay with being cool, but Opie just dug a hole. Yeah, right. 